This is Relationship, a podcast presenting a gay look at traditional relationships and values. With your hosts, the Cratellis. I'm Marco. And I'm Tony. I want you to rock the boat, rock the boat, rock the boat, rock the boat. Work it in the work the middle, work the middle, work the middle. Change, but change positions, new positions, new but now stroke it for me, stroke it for me, stroke it for me, stroke it for me. You didn't Nicki Minaj blink, I didn't think you were done. Ooh, baby, I See, love I was right. your stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that song? Everything. Well, it's not funny. <laughs> um is that that song, mind you, Young Me, when that song came out, didn't really know the the level of sexual that that song was talking about. What? But like, now that I'm like much older, I'm like, oh, Aaliyah, you nasty. It's <laughs> a very nasty it's song. It's a very nasty song. But we needed it. But we totally needed it. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Aaliyah. We love and miss you so much, girl. <laughs> oh, I miss that girl. Um, she, uh, so her other album, the Red Album, as everyone refers to it, is the one that was released post- I can never say this word post- posthumously. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's hard. Um, I don't. I don't like that song. All right, that song. That word um, um, is released on streaming now, and so everyone has been getting their rock the boat on, which is <laughs> is amazing. She also more than a woman was on that album. There's another song that that's on that album called Never No More. A fucking bop. We love that song. Oh, I love Aaliyah. You were very excited when it dropped. I love Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. She's the best. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm swell. We're talking to everyone from the Fucha. I love it when that happens. Yeah, yo. Um, we are in California right now, or we were in California. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> the timeline is a little, <laughs> a little uh, bizarre at this point, but um. Yeah, that's what's happening. We're coming to you from the future, but by the time to hear this, it's the past. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you got confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot going on right now, but uh-huh. we're excited. We're in sunny California. Hanging out with family. Yeah. Playing, Wait, I'm trying to actually Playing with an adorable six-year-old. Oh, that's what's going on. So technically, okay, so I figured depending it out. On, depending on if you're DNR. No, I figured it out. <laughs> so technically... We're back from California by the time this releases globally, unless you're in DNR, in which case we were. <laughs> we're in still California. in California. But we recorded this ahead <laughs> because we're going to be in California. And we don't want to have to record in California. And that's the reason why this is coming out when it is. <laughs> that, did everyone get that? I got it. Okay. <laughs> I like to confuse them hoes. <laughs> I'm sure you confused at least one person. We're talking to you, Florette. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so we're in California. My um brother's daughter is uh turning six years old, which I can't even believe. I know. She's a little woman. How is it that she is six and I haven't aged a single not a day? day. No, not once. It's just bizarre. <laughs> Skin still a popping. <laughs> um yeah, she's turning six years old. So yeah, I'm sure we're having lots of fun with her. Yeah, my baby girl, if you ever if your dad lets you listen to this. <laughs> which he shouldn't. He probably should not. <laughs> 
around. <laughs> Happy birthday, little one. We <laughs> adore you. Do you remember being six years old? Yes, a little. Do you? Oh, yeah, a little. I don't remember it. I mean, I know my brother was around at the time. Um, but I, I only, remember I only remember because of pictures. Uh, I don't remember. And then I will remember something. I guess I kind of remember. Six years old. Like my yellow sheets. We were back in Las Vegas. Or my Care Bear. During that time period. Boy, boy, I was gay. <laughs> you said it. No, were we back? Yeah, I was, because I was going to um, this uh, school called Redeemer Lutheran Elementary School. Your family did love their religious schools. Yeah, we were going. I remember that. So, yeah. yeah. I did, too. <laughs> Yeah, we were back during that time. Anyways, let's talk about something actually exciting. <laughs> um, Popcorn. <laughs> loving it. Loving it. Did you see the Matrix trailer yet? I did. What did you think? I'm definitely going to watch it. It's I'm gonna, interested to see what they're doing. You're going to have to sit me down and make me rewatch the other Matrix movies. I, <laughs> the Matrices? I, the Matrices. <laughs> I've watched. I've watched them, but it's been such a long time ago, and I'm not a nerd like you, so like I don't like I didn't like. Oh, you didn't like have the after movie debate about what it all meant. Yeah, and I didn't like live from it. Like, do you sense like like I saw it because of like the action and how cool it was. I didn't like watch it because of like everything that was going on with it. So, like, I don't really remember it. There were college courses on the movies. That's how big they were. I know. I know. I know they were great movies. I didn't dislike them, but I don't know. I think that I. Was just too young to even like really like dive into like their meaning and all that other stuff like that. So I want to like rewatch them so that I can watch the new one, which I think will be fun. I remember, I remember there was a small group of us and we went to see them all the time and we would go back and see them again. And then like the college would show them for free and we would watch them again. And every time we would debate with more people about what was going on. Mm. If you really want to watch them with me, that's fine. But we're going to have a very long conversation after. Oh, you mean I have to talk to you afterwards? No, you can just listen. <laughs> I was gonna say then count me out <laughs> no it's incredible the the layers upon layers of like philosophy religion uh tropes um just it's it, the whole thing's incredible drag <laughs> <laughs> lord no they don't talk about drag in there <laughs> not that i recall well, then i'm less interested <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm sure <laughs> No, they they were phenomenal. And, you know, there's a lot of argument and debate about the second two films, um, which is totally justifiable. However, there was a lot of good to them, and they still had a lot of great, oh, that camera angle of the, the architect's hand when he clicks the pen for the first time. And it's like, yeah, that's God. <laughs> it's just interesting. The whole thing's fascinating. I love it. I absolutely love I it. I really did not want to, like, get into, like, a Matrix conversation it's okay. I'll right stop. now. I'll stop. I, um... Preview looks great. Can't wait to see it. Love it. Big nerd. Thanks. That's all Bye. I was asking. Yeah. yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yep. But yeah, there's also a John Wick four. Did you see that? No, I did not. Yes, there is. Oh, Keanu is busy. Yeah, she is. Get I it, girl. Love it. Tony John Wick is amazing. The, we came to the John Wick movies late. like way late, so we but, got to watch all three. <laughs> yeah, but we like watched them. We were like, why did we not yeah. give this to ourselves? I love a good these action are brilliant. movie. I love a good action movie. I'm, I'm not simple. that into action movies. I love though. them, and I've told and because I think I told you, my, that's all my mom and dad ever want to watch. Right. is like action, well, especially movies. your dad, especially my dad. Yeah. And if there's not a Michael Bay blow up right. scene, then he ain't into right. it. Right, right. And so I, I don't really enjoy them because i feel like 
all of the plots are the same. Just like change the lead yes, actor, yes. and it's like the but same. That's, like, but that's why like, when you get a John Wick, it's really good because it's like, oh, you did interesting things with this. You did yeah. because I felt like John Wick was a little bit more like kick-ass almost in that it had the comedy yeah. aspect yeah. to it, right? But then there was still some but then there was still scenes. like the action, but then yeah. there was like these like nerdy moments and then that the were plot, like really cool. The plot, the plot was plot good. Was like very interesting. his little signature double shot thing. That's pretty cool. The, the heart head, like that's a good. That was pretty cool. It was very fascinating mm-hmm. like it was like really into it and yeah. so it, like i didn't feel like liam neeson could have been john Wick. right right and if i and and if i feel like liam neeson could be replaced by the lead character then i'm no longer in right it. right so, yeah um, i don't um i you know i i tend to like much more dense things like very heady have to think through i like experimental stuff but every once in a while i can have dessert and just have a simple action film and if it's done correctly i i really enjoy it. the disaster movies we've been watching lately Great. Enjoy those. Well, what was that movie? I'm not going to remember it correctly, but it was the movie with Angela Bassett, the all-female um, action uh, one that we saw on Netflix. Um, what is that movie called? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. You remember the one... Um, you remember the one with the girl whose mother wasn't around and then they ended up having to do it. Gunpowder. Oh, yes. What was that movie yeah, yeah, called? Yeah. Gunpowder yeah. Milkshake. I was like Gunpowder Banana. I don't know why that Banana kept really good. Really good, that was right? Really, that was really a good. really yeah. good Very one. comic book noir. Correct. Yeah. And see, and I like that. And that's yeah. how I feel like all John female, which is awesome. All, I mean, just brilliant. The, all the guys were bad guys. Everything <laughs> and all the women were good brilliant was, was so good very well yeah, done very well done um i like that so like those like i can watch like those because there's kind of like a, a tongue-in-cheek aspect yes. to it where yes. it's like we know that this is fucking ridiculous right. but we're so like that's why i like um the uh Oh my, the Queen, the Kingsman movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, there's a tongue in cheek aspect to it where it's not so serious. It's not taking itself seriously, um, but it's still no, an well, action any, movie. Anytime the, the heroine, the the damsel in distress says, "If you save me, I'll let you put it in my butt." Hello, <laughs> you know it's tongue in cheek. I also, <laughs> oh, <good Lord. laughs> but I also really like Taron Egerton. Like, I think he's a real. That's he's also the one that played. Um, why I'm like my brain is like not working today. Um, but Taryn Egerton also uh uh was in the movie about the rock star. The John Travolta one. No, not John Travolta. I uh, mean I mean Elton John. Elton John, there you go. <laughs> I was like it begins with Rocket Man. Rocket, Rocket Man. Yeah, there you go. I don't like I really like Taryn Egerton because I just <laughs> we're like literally batting a Well this a this very is part for the right course now. for me. I don't know anybody's name. No, you don't. But I really like Taryn Egerton and I don't know he's so short, but I think he's such a cutie. <laughs> oh my god. He's such a cutie. He's literally five nine, like wow he's tiny um but he's um but i think he's a cutie like and i just like him and i think he's very talented which mm-hmm. is part of the way which is what i really into him so won't there it be um but yeah that's what's going on around here what say you hop into our hashtag queer relationship goals for the week i think we probably should <laughs> is that what you think mm-hmm. uh, as a reminder every week tony and i will pick a wonderful queer couple and highlight them as our hashtag queer relationship goals our hope is to bring these relationships to the forefront and give a sense of positivity and perspective to the queer relationship narrative if you and your partner are interested in becoming our hashtag queer relationship goals or if there is a queer relationship that you admire and would like to bring to our attention please reach out to us i'm saying this really fast right now i don't know i'm, pr- I'm impressed yeah right tag us on your couple's photos on instagram facebook or 
Twitter. Our handle is at Pod Relationship. Tony and I will take a look at these photos and posts and could potentially highlight you and your partner on an episode of the podcast. Um, you notice I had to take a breath in the middle because, you know, a bitch, a bitch be tired. Um, so this week, um, I'm very into this couple that okay. we're highlighting. I think they're adorable. Um, and it is uh, the relationship of Lucas and Sean. And I don't know how to say their last name. I want to say Estock, Estock. One of those. <laughs> E-S-T, okay. Anyways, you can find Lucas on Instagram. He is at L-U-K-U-S, so that's at Lucas on Instagram. And then his husband is at Sean Eastock, so that's at S-E-A-N-E-S-T-O-K on Instagram. I, first of all, I love these two. Secondly, <laughs> um, they live, as I'm gathering, they live in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be friends. <laughs> um, but I love it because they're, I mean, they are just adorable. I mean, the smiles, like they smile from ear to ear in just about every single picture yeah. that is on their page. Yeah. Pages. Um, and I just, I love them so much. They're so cute. Well, they've definitely figured out the formula to a happy life. Yeah. And a successful one. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Four years married, um, the two of them, which is great. They, uh, that was back in May. Um, and they just, like, they just love each other. Love each other. Great family. World traveling. Doggy daddy. They have a cute little dog, too. Mm-hmm. Looks um, like Halo. Looks like our dog. He does. He, I mean, yeah, he's very cute. He's a golden doodle for sure. Um, and his name is Charlie. Speaking of, our doodle is like having a nightmare right now. Um, he, this dog literally has nightmares constantly. <laughs> um, but he's, um, they're just so cute. They're yeah. just so cute together. And um, Lucas is a partner at a restaurant in Woodstock called the Woodstock Shindig. And a bitch is hungry. <laughs> I want to eat there so badly. Shindig looks amazing. I've never wanted a crab burger before, but that looks really good. Yeah. I'm a I'm a huge critiquer of mac and cheese. I think their mac and cheese might be amazing. It looks delicious. Mm-hmm. It looks delicious. So there's this adorable post that is um that was on May 20th of this year. Um it's funny cuz Micah uh knows uh-huh. who they are which yeah. is very interesting yeah. um but it's uh may 20th and it says uh, someone once told me start the way you intend to finish in other words do what you can do what you can sustain for a lifetime um well this is it for me and after the year we've uh just been through never has that been more certain you are my person and i cannot wait to to continue our journey round and round the sun, no matter what the world throws our way, my tomorrows are brighter because you're by my side. I cannot imagine a better way to celebrate four years of marriage than to be staring into a summer of family, friends, celebration, and new adventures in our P-Town home away from home. I love you, Shawnee. Happy anniversary. And that was on Lucas's page. Um, I just love them. <laughs> yeah. I love them. And see, baby, this is what I'm talking about. Like, we need a home away from home. Like, we need a second house. <laughs> so then that way we have the ability to, like, get away and just have those adventures and that good time together. Mm-hmm. We need to do that. Yeah, well, get, get a job that pays more. <laughs> rude my job side hustle then you get a job that pays more how i just about did that? yeah more than what you're making right now how about that no get out of social service so that you can make lots and lots of money so that we can you know have lots and lots of more money oh, okay um 
Um, anyways, um, no, we could totally do it. Um, but anyways, that being said, I love these two. I think that they're adorable. They are. They're great. They're they fantastic. They're very happy and we're happy for them. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. And I think everyone else is going to be obsessed with them too. So check them out on Instagram. Lucas's is at Lucas, which is at L-U-K-U-S. And then Sean is at Sean. That's S-E-A-N-E-S-T-O-K on Instagram as well. Um, They're just the best. We absolutely love them. So check them out. Double tap their images. Get to know them a little bit better. Make sure you let them know that the Cretelli sent you. Um, They're the best. Tell us what you think. We are going to take a short break. But when we come back, Tony and I are going to try to solve the world's problems Cretelli style. Hey, y'all. We just wanted to take a quick second to talk about our favorite grooming brand and the number one shave brand in Italy, Parasso. Whether you want a smooth barber quality shave or you need to give your beard the proper TLC, Parasso has you covered. Their range of shave formulas address your specific beard and skin type, giving you a comfortable, consistent shave every single time. Or for any stage of beard growth, Parasso has the perfect items for you. With four different scents to choose from, the beard care products leave your facial hair looking, feeling, and smelling great. It's so true. I, um, I'm actually very prone to ingrown hairs and razor bumps. Um, and so I've been actually using the Parasso Red line, which is the coarse beard and nourishing line. Um, I love it so much because it's infused with sandalwood and shea butter. And so that not only like softens my hair, but it helps prevent incoming ingrown hairs um, and things of that nature so my skin is left feeling and like looking absolutely smooth it gives me a super close shave and i love the smell of sandalwood and it leaves me smelling really really nice it's great i um i keep either a a low to medium sized beard um and so i love and you all have heard me say this before the wooden spice products Uh, i'm always more of the woody and spicy person as opposed to the citrusy um and i really like it's just this robust scent that is always like it's clean but it's like very manly and i just love it i wear it every single day and sometimes i use both the balm and the oil oh i love that Mm -hmm. yeah so if you want to experience an italian shave right from your own bathroom or your beard needs some extra attention head to parasso-usa.com right now and snack some parasso shave or beard items made for your particular skin or beard needs that's parasso-usa.com and at checkout use code relationship 15 for all your purchases today Get 15% off your purchase today at parasso-usa.com when you use code RELATIONSHIT15 at checkout. Up your shave or beard game with Parasso today, and don't forget to tell them the Cretelli sent you. Bye! So I know this is coming from the fact that we booked our trip to Punta Cana. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing I have on my mind these days is vacationing. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have. Um, a bitch is ready for a vacation. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Ditto. It's very, I'm like ready for it. Yeah. I need an adventure and we, relaxation and yeah. leaving this country. Uh, yes. <laughs> all of the above. Um, I am. So you and I actually do a very good job of traveling with one another. We do. We actually, like, I actually like you on vacation. (laughs) Fuck you, Marco. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, we actually do a very good job together. Um, and it's funny because I vacation. So I, I always think about like back in the day. Do you remember when I asked you the question? I was like, if you could go mm-hmm. anywhere and vacation anywhere, where would you go? Yeah. What was your answer? To see my family. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about a vacation out of obligation. I'm talking about like a vacation where you can go where like you don't have to see your family. And remember, you got very mad at me for asking you the question. You were like, well, I gave you my answer. And I was like, yeah, but that's not what I intended. Like I wanted like a destination. It's still true. If I have time off, I would love to spend it with my family. I would like to go see my family, but like I would like to go see the world with you and like in a completely different way. What I was going to say is I vacation, you and I kind of vacation a little bit differently, but Mm -hmm. like it still works because when I vacation, I want to like vacation to relax. Right. And decompress and disconnect and like get myself back together. Mm. And you like to vacation to like see the sights, adventure adventure and mm-hmm. have those things yeah. and i don't mind having a day of that i like but to immerse myself in the culture learn the history go to the museums eat the food i like the food mm-hmm. and i like the culture part of it i don't necessarily need so like you vacation and you want an itinerary yes. like like we're going to this place at this time we're going to check this out we're yes. going to go look at this site we're going to mm-hmm. go do those things I don't and then like you can that. build the relaxation in there too I don't like that. I'm kind of like the, the only thing that I want to make sure is done is that I get my, especially in a beach vacation scenario. You like your massage at the beginning and the end of the vacation. I got to get two. I got to get two massages. I want to like massage all the stress and everything away. So then that way I can get into the vacation and have a really good time. And then I want to like have one more massage before we leave. So then that way I can feel like ready to tackle life when we get back Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but it's very it's very um but again you are very because it's funny like we're planning on going to greece for your 40th and you are very much so in like the we have to go to the acropolis we have to do this we have to to see the temples yeah and Mm -hmm. i'm like mykonos (laughs) like there can be a day of mykonos i hear the water is beautiful I like, can definitely do that, but I'm not going to Greece and not looking at ancient Greek culture. No, I, I get that. I totally get that. And it's like when it's I'm like going to Rome and not seeing the Colosseum. <laughs> no, and I get it. Like when I'm in Paris, like I want to like go about the Paris. I want to see, you know, the Eiffel Tower. I want to go, go see to the that underground Arc de Triomphe. Like I want to go see Notre Dame. I want to like, do I the underground um, graves in Paris. That yeah. just sounds great. The yeah. tunnels. Like I do. I want to do. I get it. I can completely mm-hmm. understand that. But I get. I guess that's the difference between like a beach vacation versus a like a, a sightseeing vacation. Right. Because mm. like when I'm on like a beach vacation, I just want a beach. Like I want a vacation. I want to go to the pool. I want to like relax. I want to like have a good time. Whereas like if I'm going to like London, there's no beaches there. Right. So right. you're not having a relaxing vacation. You're having more of like uh, a touristy vacation. You know, and I guess that's the the difference. Yeah, different um, destination. I mean, there's different types of vacations. There are adventure vacations. There's relaxation. There's culture. Like there, there are different. There's big city. Like you know, you can vacation in a big city and see a bunch of sites. Yeah, I can't imagine what it would be like to vacation here. I mean, I have vacationed here. Before, I can't even so. imagine what it would be like because you like there's all these things to see. So it would be a very busy. Like there's no like chill New York 
visit. Like the only time you would chill would be like in Central Park for a little while. The rest of the time is like, go, 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 go. But it's also, why would you come to New York so that you could chill? Like, that's not what New York is. That's what I'm saying. There are trips like that, like Mm -hmm. London, New York. Like, that's not what they're for. Japan. Oh, my God. Tokyo. Tokyo. Tokyo within itself. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Which would be great. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I really want to go to Tokyo. Badly. I really want to eat bugs off the street. The little bugs on a stick. Okay. I'm so into that. I don't know that. I Okay. Um, (laughs) So, um, sorry. I'm eating a biscuit. (laughs) Of course you are. (laughs) While recording. Of course you are. Um, Biscuit gate. Um, (laughs) um, But that being said. um, As long as it's not a muffin. (laughs) So, so yeah. Um, and I'm not bluffing with that. <laughs> um, so that being said, uh, yeah, so we're going back to the DR in next month. Mm-hmm. It's like literally a month it's to around the, the corner. Yeah. Ooh, four weeks, girl. Thank Woo! you. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Um, <laughs> she, she paid for, she booked. Yeah, we're very excited she about to go. it. So, so it's interesting because we're going back and um, do you feel like do you have any reservations about vacationing with me is there anything that like happens during our vacation that you're kind of like that you side eye or like are not looking forward to in terms of a vacation with me uh you eventually lose your steam and i'm kind of left alone and it's usually like around like day three or four what do you mean uh you you get so relaxed that you go to bed very early and you do, and you don't like you don't get up you don't do anything like you'll 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 still there'll still be the nights where you turn up and you go out but like there's like a good two to three days where you're just like almost in bed not quite but like almost yeah and I end up like trying to find stuff on TV or like going out to the pool alone and it's fine like it's fine you're right because I'm like literally thinking about there was one of the nights that we went on our last trip and we were like in bed literally for two nights yeah and it was like us watching tv Domin- uh, uh, dominican television like we were watching about natural disaster movies that, yes, that yeah. natural mm-hmm. disaster yeah. oh my god that's historical uh, and, you're the, right. and it would like alternate between the 20 worst fires the 20 worst tornadoes the 20 and i was like oh my god i'm in hell <laughs> you're right you oh do my god you do you get so relaxed that you're like in a new mode and it's fine because i have a great time and i actually don't mind being alone but it's very much so like you're oh. having your time in bed and i'm alone can you keep me out of that this time? Like, like, literally, like, challenge oh, me. I was just going to bring stuff to entertain me. No, I really want to. No, I don't want that to happen. Like, I want you to, like, if you notice that I'm, like, getting like that, I want you to, like, nudge me a little bit and, like, babe, you're falling into disaster mode. I mean, <laughs> and it's I want fine. You you, the point of a beach vacation is to relax. No, but the point is to make memories, right? And so, like, yes, we can relax. And I, you know, I there will be no shortage of relaxation, right? So, I, but I just, I, I don't want to spend all of my time in the room. Like, we should be spending time together, making connections, like, you know, making, like, feeling good and, and, and feeling good together like it should not be like days in bed or you know like nights in bed and stuff of that nature Ooh. okay you know mm-hmm. what what are you what are you in about? i'm just remembering some of the places we're gonna go <laughs> what do you mean i was just rolling through the various choices for breakfast and dinner yeah got it so yeah no i, I you I, know I, me in food <laughs> 
Yes, I do. Um, yeah, so I, I, I would love for you, I just challenge me to like say, like, I, I feel like you're getting into like disaster news mode right now. And I, and I want you to like try to, and, and you know me, I can rally. I can rally because I can say to you, okay, well, then you're going to have to give me like a 20 minute nap. And if I get a power nap, girl, I'll be ready to go after that. But um, I just sometimes I, like I do, I, I need it fascinating mm-hmm. thank you for bringing that up i, I don't it know doesn't that I bother me that. but it's true it's a pattern for you 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 like go in and you're like full steam ahead and then you kind of hit a wall yeah mm-hmm. no thank you i i don't know that i've ever noticed that mm-hmm. it's true mm. yeah fascinating yeah um for you the only thing that you do that I won't say that like bothers me from a vacation, but it's like one of those things that like I really, I need you to be aware of is that, um, is the amount of alcohol that gets consumed during our vacation. Only when it's all inclusive. Yes. But here's my thing is your eyes get so big with everything that it's almost to the nth degree and not in a but it's like not in like a normal mode so it's like because the food is free you constantly want to eat because the alcohol is free you're constantly wanting to drink and sometimes it's one of those things where i'm like i like i get it like but can't we just like hang out and like can't we just like have a day in the pool and like not without drinks (laughs) (laughs) and like can't we just like i'm not like rushing up to the bar and be like i haven't had a drink in 30 seconds i wait and when they come around i'm like hey we'll have another no no you're not and that is where the problem comes in is that that's what you view it as and that is not what's going on you are literally like your drink is almost full let's go get another one and or i'm sorry almost empty like let's go get another one and i'm like but i'm never falling over drunk like i'm not a mess i'm not saying that you are a problem but other people might not be feeling the exact same way like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I think about the amount of alcohol that you shoved down Mike's throat during the time <laughs> that we were there. And home dude had to, like, go vomit at one point in time. <laughs> poor, poor dude couldn't and hang. Then, and then some people, and some people just don't consume alcohol like that. Like, some people don't do that. And so, I like, I get to a point where I'm like, is this a vacation or is this a, like, like drink until you're blacked out? getaway for you and and that's definitely not that for me and that is the part that is con- that gets concerning to me mm. is that like i like i don't mind having a drink or like you know like being in the pool and having a cocktail but like we don't have to drink them down so that we can get ready to go like i feel like you try to like maximize our pool time with how many drinks we can get in while being in the pool like do you see what I'm saying? Like it's not like a. You like, say that like it's a problem. It is. <laughs> it quite frankly is. Like, uh, like I. To me, it's not about how many drinks you have. It's w- like where 
you're on vacation, you can do whatever you want. Where is your level and what are you trying to maintain? I'm not blackout drunk. I'm not drunk and making an idiot of myself, but I'm having a good time. Yeah, but there's no, like, just because you're in the pool for an hour doesn't mean that you have to get down a drink every 20 minutes. Like, oh, well, do that's you too fast. Do you see what I'm saying? But, like, that's how it feels sometimes with you, is that, like, it, it's that it's like we have to get as many drinks in while we're there. And so I'm like, like, you can, like, some of us, like, just want to, like, we want to have a drink to like enhance the moment but the drink is not the focal point and so i like just challenge you to like you know just like like we can have drinks we can hang out like we can have a good time but like i don't because some because again just no you're not falling over but like just because like you want to take drinks to the head every single time doesn't mean that everybody else is able to keep up and some of us don't even care about like the drink aspect of it the drink is just a bonus but like we like some of us like don't mind having a cocktail in our hand and like nursing that for the next couple of hours while we're at the pool. Oh, I have to get to a certain point where I hit that. I, can, I don't want to be like sober nursing a drink. I want to have like a nice buzz that's making me giddy and then I'll maintain. Yeah. Well, and giddy, like, not not crazy, not loud, not drunk, just giddy, just like feeling it. Like I said, that's where that's where my concerns come come in is that like, again, alcohol is great, but it doesn't have to be the focal point. And sometimes it feels like the the alcohol and the food is the focal point for you. Because like I said, like some of us like do care what our bodies look like in our in our, you know, uh, swimming shorts and things of that nature. And I don't want to be a bloated bitch on the way of, like, on the, uh, you know, doing this. So I don't need to like eat every like 20 minutes or every 30 minutes and stuff like that. Like I can like keep it cute and keep it calm. So then that way, like I feel good and I know what's going on. It's like the. Like, I don't need to drink every few minutes and things like that. But that's it. That's the only thing about... And it's not even an annoyance so much as it's like a, babe, like, everyone has a different cadence than you. <laughs> like, calm down. We don't have to be taking shots every single time we're there. So, but that's it. But other than that, we have a really good time. I get nice and loose when I'm on vacation. You do, like, you do, like, vacation me. I like vacation everyone. People are just chill on vacation and they're nice and they're relaxed and yeah. they cut the crap. <laughs> yeah, your responsibilities and stuff like that like go away. Mm -hmm. But yes, I do. I enjoy it. Like I enjoy like being able to like have fun, not have to think about anything. Like we just decide where we want to eat for the night. Like it's easy. Like it's so easy for us. Mm -hmm. Like when we're there, we wake up in the morning. Like I actually this time do want to get good at like working out in the morning while we're there cuz again, I want to earn all that alcohol you're going to be shoving down everyone's throat. <laughs> I do want to be able to like earn that and like feel good about it, but um I um I don't uh Yeah, like we have a good time. Like we you know, we go get coffee in the morning and we have breakfast and we have a little bit of brunch and have mimosas and things of that nature which is nice you guys this resort by the way this resort is the best in the world <laughs> i mean i haven't been everywhere in the world but for as affordable as it is it is the best in it the is world. so good mm -hmm. the food is great 
everything about it is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. The staff are really nice. Yeah. The amenities are great. Yeah. Oh, the room cool. is great. We even got, we got our room again with the little pool on the other Our outside, little private pool. Which is so good. Catch us there. You know, um, we're going to be, ex- it's, it's going to be fun. But yeah, I like that. And then this time I do want to do a, last time we didn't do very many excursions. It was a slightly traumatic, it turned into a traumatic vacation. Remember, that's where I found out that I had the... Oh. It turned into a traumatic one. I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, that's where I found out that I had the um, lesion on my kidney that ended up being cancer, uh, which was like a whole thing. But I want to... I think I want to... I don't think I'm going to go balls to the wall because I don't want to be hungover any day is what my <laughs> issue is. But I want to like really have a good vacation this time, you know? Mm-hmm. I've been enjoying them. They're fantastic. I cannot wait. That sunshine. <laughs> and we're going a little bit earlier than we've ever gone before. Usually we're going towards the end, end of, of the of month. Of, of, mm-hmm. uh, and the weather is kind of iffy. We're going towards the middle this time where it should still be nice and hot for us every single day. I mean, it's always nice and hot when we're there. It's just occasionally it rains for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Which is like living in Florida. It's not a big deal. No, I'm just excited because it's going to be it's going to feel a teeny bit more summery this time than it usually does. Usually it's like you can tell it's getting ready to go into the fall season, whatever that means for that region. But like, oh, I always find it hot. Yeah. So that is going to be a good time. Um, and we have a very easy like packing's never an issue for us during the time, even though I am such an overpacker. You are. But you're an underpacker too. I'm not. You are an underpacker. You're severely. You're like you're a like you're. I'm not. I can wear the same pants more than once. Yeah, but the issue is that like you're also a klutz, and that you end up spilling stuff on your pants. That's why I buy dark clothes now. Yeah, but like they're still dirty and and things of that nature. So you don't prepare for anything. I'm not saying that you need to bring a pair of pants for every single day, but like if you're gonna bring two of them, you may want to bring like three just so that you can prepare for those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're good. We're good vacationers together, though. Like even with this, you know, trip to California, like it, it's like we're good. Like there's never I'm really a problem. No, we do a good job. I'm excited. So Tony and I read a couple of articles that were fascinating to me. Um, the first one is 13 Amazing Reasons Why Couples Who Travel Together Stay Together. Um, and this is uh, an article by Casey Ima Fidon. Ooh, I hope I said that correctly. Thank you, Casey. Um, but it's on lifehack.org. Um, and so... Casey, they start this article out by saying, according to a survey of a thousand couples that understand how important traveling affected their relationship positively, almost two thirds, 63% of the respondents claim that traveling has helped them stay together. The truth is not so far fetched. When you travel together, there are sudden and exciting elements that fire your relationship. And I love that. So the 13... Um, reasons why couples who uh, travel together stay together. Number one is a common goal and purpose. This says they share a common goal and purpose to see the world together. Um, the anticipation and yearning of unraveling destinations, committing themselves to an endless adventure somehow bonds such couples and offers them a reason to always want to be together. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I think all 13 of these are really great and spot on. I love 
Number two says understanding and adjusting to their limitations. And I like this one because you learn about yourself and each other by taking these like, this is how long I can stand this. This is what my actual interests are. This is this is what it takes for me to become an asshole because some people do become assholes on vacation. Girl, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Number three, they um, have better communication. And again, I think that is another one of those things. I think you and I do a really great job of talking to one another, right? Because... Well, even just the basic question when you wake up, what do you feel like doing today? Yeah. It's communicating. How are you feeling today? Yeah. Like, I really liked whatever last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you feeling like you want to go for breakfast? You want to do coffee first? Like- oh, you know what we haven't done? Communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally communication. Yeah. You yeah. tend to talk a little bit more. Yeah. Number four, they have a better sexual relationship. I know that's true for you. Um, Marco, Marco gets a little crazy. This is what I was talking about. You like me better on vacation because I do tend to become loose. Looser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that has to do. I tell you all the time, the stresses of real life really affect me. Um, they affect my mood, they affect my body, they affect my personality, and things of that nature. So, being on vacation and not having any of those hangups, those things that I have to worry about, is really helpful. Like, it makes it easier for me to want to be like just you and me and like do those things because i don't have to worry about taking the fucking dog out or answering an email or getting phone calls from my family or stressing out about getting the fucking podcast out like i don't have to worry about that shit i can just be me be in tune with my body be in tune with you and your body and then you know brown chicken brown cow (laughs) play a tune number Uh, yeah i'm sorry number five experiencing something new together I like that. I mean, self-explanatory, yeah? Right. Like, just being able to do something new and, and, and make it happen together. Which and is always able interesting. To build on those memories. Yeah, because it creates a new experience, but it also causes you to relate it to other experiences. You might share a story that you haven't shared before or revisit a memory that you really enjoyed. Like, yeah, it's, it's good. For sure. Stimulation. Um, number six, it reveals who they are to each other. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, we kind of already covered that in the beginning when we said, you know, tells you about your limits. But... Kind of the same thing. Well, and I mean, and this says, like, since you are together most of the time, there's a little space for keeping ugly secrets. There are no facades, and you have to appreciate your partner the way he or she is, which is true because there's nothing like a vacation to, like, force you into pooping in front of your partner, right? <laughs> and and that's what happens. Like, that's that's got to be some destination's tagline. <laughs> right? Sandals. Seriously. <laughs> no, but it's true, right? Because when you're, like, when you're on vacation, like, you don't have time to like make sure that like your face is beat before you see one another right like you literally well also like if you show your ass you have no excuse there was no deadline there was no work there was no stress so maybe you are just a jerk Exactly. No, but these things happen. But that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there is no, there's no curtain, right? Like, you are who you are on vacation, mm-hmm. and I, th- and I think I like that a lot. You know, I will say that you and I have done a great job of like, pu- like pulling the curtain on each other prior to vacation. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're getting two different versions of ourselves. Right. But there is an element of us being completely different on vacation versus at home, right? It's different, yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, it might not be as important. When you're going to the beach, I get ready very quickly. 
Right. And I know that's something that you appreciate because then all I'm doing is putting on board shorts. I don't have to get my face ready. I don't have to do any of that shit. I just get, and you can appreciate me a lot more in that way. Right. Yes. Because I'm doing those. Don't agree so quickly. <laughs> it's true. It's nice. <laughs> don't agree. So get up, get dressed. Let's go. Like it's not that big a deal. What are you spending 45 minutes on? <laughs> my hair. Yeah. Um, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Um, their sense of humor is built together. That's number seven. Um, I, again. And I like it because it talks about how, like, you get lost, you lose the map, like things go unexpectedly, and you have to have humor, which I think is great. That can be stressful. I, it would stress me the fuck out. Um, yeah, but you have to laugh. Stress me, but you, have to. you can find ways to laugh. And I'm going to try to find ways i mean we're usually good at the resort but um i don't really recall i recall one argument while on vacation but that's about it but do you not remember the cake (laughs) no it's cake of the day it's true (laughs) what kind of cake is it i don't know cake it's cake right but is it strawberry cake is it vanilla cake it's cake and it's like dude we don't know if we want this cake or not and like just tell us what and what did we do we laughed it yeah. became the ongoing joke, but we were ticked about it for a minute. It's like, why can't you just tell me what kind of cake? And then what was it? I don't even remember what it kind like of cake it was. It was like a plain vanilla, like regular, like yellow, yellow cake. cake. Yeah, yeah. Like it yeah. was crazy. Cake. But what was funny about it is that did not piss me off. Oh, it, it pissed, pissed me off. you to off. No end. And I was like, dude, like language barrier, <laughs> like, like just deal with it. Like, and you were like, no, I don't understand why it's so fucking hard to answer what kind of cake it is. I was like, because white boy, he doesn't know what you're asking. Like, but that, it, to, it see, to me, that's not a language barrier. There's different so types of cake. He probably, there's different toppings on pizza also have to remember he probably wasn't the he wasn't working in the kitchen like do you see what i'm saying so he doesn't know i still it's it's fine it made we laughed about it but it still makes no sense to me to this day funny um you're next number eight they live in the romance well we're gonna skip that one because that doesn't apply here (gasps) (laughs) that is false (laughs) i do get sweet on you when i'm on vacation (laughs) oh do you i do Mm -hmm. i like to hold your hand while we're on vacation Mm -hmm. um i like to go see the turtles with you Mm -hmm. and share in sweet moments we've had dinners on the beach and we've had massages together and stuff like that i do enjoy the romantic parts of it i it just it does hit a level of mush that i'm kind of like all right there it is all right all right (laughs) as i said we're skipping this one rude um (laughs) no i'm not so anti-romance like don't be you know put some respect on my name um anyways that being said number nine they live in the moment i do find so this really applies to me i do find myself living it more in the moment on vacation than good to be present yeah i i have a hard time with that Mm -hmm. number 10 they have become best friends well we already did that Yeah, hopefully before you go go on vacation. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I do think that it builds us, you know, it, it like... Well, especially for people who d- haven't had a long time together and they go on a short trip, um, you know, that definitely it makes you become friends because you have this... It, there is a unique experience to going on a vacation, even if it's just a quick weekend getaway with a one night in a hotel, it still does something. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, they're, um, they are educated together. This is number 11, which I like. because it's my favorite. Like, yeah, I like it. They say traveling offers an opportunity for learning. And how do you feel uh, with people who 
you learn a subject with, the learning experience bonds them together and offers them the opportunity to reveal and knowledge, revel in knowledge as they open their minds and hearts to the world before them. So yes, we, you know, we, we, we're literally sitting in the same classroom together, which is awesome. One of my favorite things to do is to learn how to pronounce stuff when I go somewhere. Yeah. It's just interesting. Or like anything. Like I opened you up. You ended up learning about different fruits and stuff like that, like passion fruit. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And all that other stuff like that. Like that was a learning thing. What was thing the other one? Um, I was just fruit. trying to think of that. Um, papaya. 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 Which I, which I had heard of, but I had never had. Yeah, you had. And never. now I'm addicted. Yeah, you Like it's papaya. probably my favorite fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. And cool. passion fruit, because it's freaking spicy. I love it. Yeah, passion fruit's good. I remember looking at that and going, ew. It looks snotty disgusting. Seeds? It looks really disgusting. And then I chewed it and I was like, ooh, oh my God, it's good. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> they are more forgiving. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could be very forgiving. There are things that I like just understand. Like, again, well, I also. I don't find you to be more forgiving on vacation. I find you to be just as forgiving as you normally are. I don't know how to take that. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I think the stresses that would cause me to be annoyed and or angry about things are lessened because we're on vacation. So I do find a little bit m- more of an opportunity to give you a teensy bit more grace because we're on vacation. So I could see where that would come into play. I can see that. Hmm. But yeah. Um, and then number 13, the last one, they experience freedom together. There is something about being on vacation and again, not being weighed down by all of the chaos that's going on. That does give you kind of like a, ah, sense, right. (laughs) And it's freedom. Um, and I do appreciate that. So awesome. Um, and then we read this other article from, uh, travel and leisure, uh, com. And it's the nine mistakes that could ruin your romantic couples trip. And I really liked this one a lot. That's- yeah, I, I think it's important to do both sides um, when we do these articles. So I really enjoy that we've been doing that lately. And yeah. this one I think is great for that. Yeah, this one says these mistakes can seriously kill the mood on your next couple's vacation. And it's written by Patrice J. Williams. And this was written back in 2020, um, which is an interesting time to to write this. But Guang girl. Mm. Um Number one is not defining a purpose for the trip. And I think that is super important. Um, Like, I think you and I both, which I loved, and you, like, really impressed me by doing this, but you were like, we're fucking going on vacation next month. I don't care about anything other than being on fucking vacation. And that is it. We need relaxation. We need to get away from everything. We haven't done this in over two years. We need this. And we're both on the same page with that. So we both know that going on this trip is going to be that for us. It is going to be an opportunity to have fun, to let loose, to like relax, to give ourselves the opportunity, give ourselves what we needed in mm-hmm. that sense. And I'm, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they talk about it. They put it very, very well, which is you've decided on the where, but not the why. Mm. And you need the why. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you have to plan everything to death, but like, I want to go because I want to see some things. Well, I want to go because I just want to chill and eat dinner. Okay. So then how about we agree that we're going to see one thing, have a meal break, do a chill walk around the neighborhood, see another thing, have a meal break, call it a night. Like you can compromise. You can both have what yeah. you want, but you you definitely need to talk about the why. Yeah. Because that can be a huge problem. Yeah. 
Number two, not creating a budget. My favorite. <laughs> so boring. This is how much you have to spend. So boring. Um, but we do a good but job. But necessary. <laughs> so boring. But um, necessary. But we, do, we do this thing with this vacation, which is great, where the vacation itself is like taking care of, but anything extra that we want beyond that, we have to afford Pay for it ourselves. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that super helps us. And yeah, it makes it's an it- all-inclusive, so airfare we share. The accommodations we share, that covers 100% of everything. You want something else, like you want something to bring home, you want an extra massage, you want an excursion, like you can have it, but you're going to pay for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That should not have to come out of our household. Yeah, now if we both want to do an excursion, we include that in the budget. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Number three, letting one person do all the planning. Oof. Yeah. um, It's interesting because... Yeah, it's interesting because you and I, (laughs) this is the hard thing that you and I end up going through because, like, I think we try to split up the responsibilities. Some of it feels insanely redundant to me, and you know I don't do very well with redundancy. Um, We don't give one responsibility. I will get to a point where I can get frustrated and just give you everything because I don't want to deal with it anymore. (laughs) Right. Which becomes a problem. Um, but I don't think that we leave everything to just one person. I could be wrong. What are your thoughts? No, I mean, I think it's very clear. Like, we, we've we gotten into... We've had issues in the past. We have learned from them. So, like, even selecting the flight to Punta Cana now, we did. We spent a little bit Laid more in money. Bed together. Yeah. yeah, we spent a little bit more money to have a more convenient trip, which is fine for me. And it didn't used to be. We spent a little bit more money to have a nicer room, which was also fine because I'm spoiled now. (laughs) But like the Greece trip, I I don't need you to join me on certain things, but there are certain things where like, I'm not going to Greece and not seeing this. And it's fine if I have to do it alone. There's a group that probably is coming with us. So I'm going to offer it to the group, but like it's. Nobody has to join me, but there are certain things like you can plan the rest of the trip. That's fine. But we're going to be in Athens. I want to see this and this. We're going to go to Mykonos. That's fine. That'll be a chill day. I won't expect anything other than it's beautiful and I'll probably have a drink on the beach. You know, like just that. That's fine. But there is no way like the reason I picked Greece for my 40th is because there is a it is the seat of historical culture. Like it's it's fascinating. A Greek mythos is like my jam. And I, there's no way I'm going to go there and not look at the museum, not go to a temple. Like there's just no way that I would do that. There's just no way. But nobody else has to do that. But I wouldn't if I left all the planning to you, I don't think you would know how important that was to that's me. That's not true. And that's where I don't get any credit. Of mm-hmm. course I know that those are things that you want to see and and where you and uh, of course I know those things. Uh, of course I know those things. That's uh, like, and I wouldn't want to go to Greece and not see those things myself mm. as well. Like those are, yeah, absolutely. I know that those are part of it. Um, I also know that Greece is a completely different trip than Punta Cana, right? right? Right. Like we're not going to an all inclusive resort and being able to do that. Like we are like, so I do know, I do know those things. I just also, um, I think that, uh, a common mistake, especially in a common mistake is not consideration for everyone else. Like I get that that is like super duper important for you to go see, but you're kind of like, this is super important for me and uh, like, fuck everyone else. Like I have to do this kind of thing like that. And I think that that is where part of my problem comes in where it's, it's like, yeah, but like, don't invite 
10 people if you just want to be able to go do this all by yourself. Like you're with a group. With a group, there's a different setting that takes place and a different um, um, a different way of planning that is a part of it that you, you want to make sure you're very cognizant of or, or that you're being agreeable upon and, and that you're being aware of. And I don't think that you've learned that yet, but that's not to say that like, it's not important to you. You don't want to do that. Like by all means, like this is what I want to do. And I just want to throw this out there for anybody else who wants to be a part of it. Not I'm going to go do this. And if y'all don't want to join me, that's fine, but I'm doing this by myself. Like, and I think that there is a different way of, of marketing that, um, that is like really important. Um, number four, diving into long or group trips too soon. (laughs) Well, here you go. Um, and I think that this is really important too, because like, especially as a couple, if you have not, uh, vacationed with each other to figure out how each other travels and stuff like that, like it's, it, don't bring other people into it because you don't want to be the couple that argues on the group trip the entire time. <laughs> well, and also make it short so you can start to learn like, oh, this you you don't unwind or you do overpack or oh, we have this dynamic we need to work on. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't you can't do as they say a 16-hour month long 16-hour flight month long trip to Japan right. for your first. <laughs> right. Like that's just not going to work. And you and I used to do that where we would go to remember we would go to Orlando like for the weekend mm-hmm. and we would do that like yeah, here those are great trips. Like that, which would be like amazing so yeah. yeah number five not limiting technology and work time i think this will be the first time where that's going to be a challenge for both of us yes because mm-hmm. you actually have more work responsibilities mm-hmm. that do require your time yeah because before when i was gone my reports were done and i didn't have new assignments and i was done like there yeah. was no, nobody needed to get in touch with me nobody yeah. had any questions for me and, but, and the last trip that we went to i did do an element of working but i was doing it from the pool <laughs> remember i was yeah. doing it from the pool so we just have to be able to do that and be okay with that mm-hmm. um and I and I think that that is fine. Um, number six, having a jam packed schedule, and this is my and this is my thing versus you is like I don't want to have a jam packed schedule. I, I don't want a jam packed schedule, but I do want to see at least two things every day. That sounds like a jam packed schedule, and that felt, and again for somebody who and and again this is where you need to come to the realization of where. And what the trip is going to look like and what is it for, right? Because I don't want to have two things to do every single day while I'm at uh, in the Dominican Republic. That's my beach and relaxation trip. For sure. I don't want, I want zero things to do every day there for sure. But like when we go to Paris, what's that artist community you were talking about me liking? Yeah. See, that would be the one thing that day because that's so big. And that would make sense. That would be the one thing. I don't want to see, I don't want two things every single day. I would want to like what's important and like, let's figure it out. So if the goal is to go to the Eiffel Tower for the day, right? So we go to the Eiffel Tower and then we explore everything around the Eiffel Tower. That's two and things to me. And stuff like that. That's oh. two things to me. The Eiffel Tower and then the adjacent area. Those are two different things. Mm. That's what I mean. Like Greece, okay? So I'm going to want to go to one shrine and like one cool spot or like one museum and have a lunch. Like those are two things to me. That's what I mean by two um, things. I mean a feature and like a and like a cool culture thing, you know, like a, like an attraction and then something in the surrounding area. But mm-hmm. like the artist community, like that's a trek up a mountain. That's you know that is being around all that. That's going to take all day. That's yeah. that's all by itself. That's it. That's done. 
it's lovely. Yeah. I really do enjoy yeah. it. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to jam pack. I do not, I need time to relax. Like I don't want to go, go, go. I don't want to see like four different things in a day. I want to truly enjoy one thing. And then while I'm there, do something else that was like either unexpected or just a neat, like, okay, we're going here. What are some of the fun places to eat there? Oh, there's this place. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. That's the second thing. Like that's, we have to go to Paris next year. <laughs> well, probably the year after that. Cause we're doing Greece, but we have to, cause mm-hmm. I really want you to go there. Your turn. Number seven, forgetting to check in with one another, which I don't know how you could do this. Like, are you having fun? Was this what you thought? Is there something else you want to be doing? Like, how how's the day going for you? How was yesterday for you? Like, I don't get how that. I don't get it. It's happened with us before, where we're not like truly real. Like, we're not truly paying attention to one another and 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 how each other is reacting to things because we're so caught up in how it's making us feel that we're not paying attention to the other person. And but you and I working. are at least good about every morning being like, what do you want to do today? Yeah, but that's not checking in with one another. That's not like, okay, we're doing this thing. Is this what you wanted it to be? And I think that that is like very important too. Or like, are you having fun with this as well? Um, because again, like th- those things are important and we don't pay attention to that. But yes, we do a good amount of communicating it and making that happen. Number eight, spending too much time together. I mean, yeah. I mean, if we're going on vacation together, like the two of us, the majority of the time is going to be with each other. But because um, I don't want to end up on Dateline. Um, but, but that being said, I can understand, like, I go get my massage while you're, you know, doing your own thing. Chilling at the pool. Yeah. Which is like a whole thing. So I can. Or if you want to sleep in and I want to go grab something to eat, like, it's not a big deal. Sure, It's not a big deal. Um, I I really wanted to watch the sunrise. That was fun. Yeah. Those things Not everybody wants to do that. That's okay. Yeah. You can have some stuff. Mm -hmm. Not discussing challenges in the moment. So this is definitely one of those things where like people will like wait. They'll like fight and it'll ruin the trip and they'll wait till they get home to talk about it. No, take a shower, take a walk, grab, grab a meal, like do something separate, decompress, come back, communicate because you don't want to ruin the trip. Yeah, Like you have to do that. You do not want the rest of the trip to be ruined. You and I had a fight on a trip and it was like, we lost two days because of it. Yeah. That's stupid. That's just stupid. You just shouldn't do that. That's a waste of money. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So very interesting. I really enjoyed this article. Yeah. I I like them both. Both great. Um, I thought they were a lot of fun, but let us know what y'all think. Have you ever been on a vacation with a partner? When you vacation, what are some things that you look for? Do you vacation for relaxation or do you vacation for sightseeing? Um, Let us know. Um, on, if you are a DNR studios, uh, subscriber, Tony and I are talking about the top, uh, vacation spots and whether or not we, uh, are into going there and what that would look like for us in our relationship. But, um, yeah, we're going to check that out. Uh, but yeah, let us know what y'all think. Uh, we are going to take a short break, but we will be back in just a As you all know, the Relationship Podcast found a new home at DNR Studios, and we couldn't be more excited. Every week, we bring you the podcast days earlier than on your traditional podcast platform. For only $12.95 a month, you can sign up for a DNR Studios Plus subscription, where you can check out our podcast, as well as others like Derek and Romaine, If These Ovaries Could Talk, The Adam Sank Show, and more. 
for only $6.95 a month, you can get the Relationship Podcast on Mondays and hear all about our shenanigans before the rest of the world. We just launched a new segment exclusive to the DNR Studios platform. It's called The Shit Show. As you know, every week we talk about a topic related to relationships and personal growth. Now, Tony and I will play a game related to the topic in an effort to lighten up the mood and create more laughter. But you can only listen to it on DNR Studios. So, if you're able to, head to dnrstudios.com and sign up for a subscription. Get exclusive content from us and even more relationship fun for your week. We appreciate your love and support. Bye! All right, now it's time for our listener situations. That's right. Leave us a voicemail with your relationship situations by calling us at 903-POD-SHIT. That's 903-763-7448. Or you can still send your situations or comments to us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com or on our website, podrelationship.com. Tony and I will listen to your voicemails or read your emails here on the show and do our best to give some guidance because hot girls, where I'm from, we don't look like models. Tan lines, big curves, and the energy glows. You'll be falling in love with the girl from Rio. It's a good song. I love that song. <laughs> and it's a quick one for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not going to steal the spotlight? <laughs> I mean, the spotlight never left me. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. So um, before we get started on the listener situations, we actually had a comment on our season four, episode 34 monogamy shit uh, episode on our website. Um, and we wanted to read it here so that everyone could listen to it. Um, but we really appreciate it. And if you ever wanted to comment on anything, uh, you can always go to our website, which is podrelationship.com. Look at all the episodes and you can comment on any of them if you, if you want to go about doing it that way. But this one says, hi guys, thanks for revisiting this topic. This episode was good. First of all, I completely agree with Marco's, uh, with Marco. Why, getting married why get married if you don't want to fully commit to someone in every way to me it's not a marriage but a partnership or a friends with benefits situation but it's only my opinion on marriage i feel it's between two people anything less is a partnership i'm sorry if i upset anyone with my opinion sex to me is a special connection you have with one person and not a hundred not to mention how dangerous it can be having multiple partners and it's been my experience that there are some gay men who think being on prep is a license to go bareback and not use any protection, including the men who are in open relationships that hit on me. There's a huge rise in syphilis in my city, and I'm shocked when I hear my friends and acquaintances who are in open relationships tell me it's okay, they're on prep, and disregard the other diseases. I don't get it. We fought for gay marriage, and then to do this? Why? Help me understand, and to the gay community who are in open relationships, stop monogamy shaming and mock also no means no i'm doing my best to be respectful to every way of life i only ask for the same consideration i really love you guys for what you do for our community god bless you both so that was really um 
appreciate it. That's I very really sweet. appreciate yeah. it. And I, again, a lot of that commentary, I actually like resonates with me because again, after Tony and I have had many conversations after recording that episode, but we were talking about how it just, we just realized that my, my feelings on marriage were a lot, um, uh, stronger than I think we both realized. And I hold marriage to a super high regard. And I think the idea of being married and then having relations with other people um, just feels weird to me when you can just have relations with other people without needing to like bring, you know, the government in on the conversation uh, by way of sending paperwork. But again, that's just an opinion. That's not, the standard for everyone and it does not necessarily reflect uh both of our views on the topic but um i do appreciate this commentary um because a lot of what was said is kind of a lot of how i i feel about it we also got an interesting dm from someone that kind of had the same sentiments as well um and again i think everyone is all saying the same thing like there's no uh, right way to relationship and we're not in any way shape or form kind of you know judging any way how anyone has their relationships we're just saying you know there's a, there's a teensy bit of confu- confusion especially on my end that comes from um having your cake slapping it eating it licking it and doing all that stuff to it as well and then going to another baker <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to another baker yeah so um that's just me but anyways uh thank you for that commentary that was much appreciated i thought it was very nice and i really appreciate the sentiment too that yes there are other stis that are very bad besides hiv um and that we should definitely be cognizant of that and careful i, I was always shocked by um, people who did that too. Um, you know, it's just, it's fascinating to me that, that with all the information out there, and I mean, COVID is showing us this too, right? But with all the information out there, the science, we know we still do stupid shit <laughs> routinely. I mean, it's, oh. it's what we do. I guess, I guess you know. humanity endures despite itself, not because of itself. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's a mess. So it is. But I think both that person and the person who submitted the, the DM, like the, that's the whole reason we started this podcast is because that perspective like was just lacking. Like we didn't yeah. see it out there. We didn't right. hear it. And, you know, again, to your point and to the point we always make, like no judgment, live however you want to live as long as it's ethical, um, you know, live how you want to live. But like, we just want people to know that they can have this if they want it. Sure. You know, and I'm not saying that other people want other things because they never knew they could have this, but I do think that there are people who want this and are quietly being defeated because they don't think because that they, they don't can think have they it. Because they can have it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very fascinating and insanely appreciated. Um, so thank you so much for uh, commenting on that. We really, really do appreciate you. This was uh, very enlightening and, and one of, again, one of the reasons why we decided to revisit, revisit. some mm-hmm. of these topics because um y'all now have a platform to be able to talk about this stuff openly with us and 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 we we love it we love to see it yeah for sure all right let's go to an actual email okay 
So this one, uh, the person prefers to remain anonymous, so we will respect that. It says, Hi, Marco and Tony. Long-time listener with what I'm sure isn't an uncommon situation. How does one deal with fanatically religious homophobic parents? Ooh. Ooh, good one. I've long since moved out of my parents' house decades ago, but this is part of my life that I can't share with them. One of my parents has made some crass and rude comments about gay people in general and the fact that it is a sin. Blah, blah. My smart-ass mouth let that parent know that their judgment of others was a sin, if we are qualifying sins at this point. Ooh. My kid accepted me a long time ago and just wants me to be happy, but trying to have holidays, it's etc. ends up being an issue because I would prefer not to get preached at over the Thanksgiving turkey about how I'm a sinner and clearly going to hell. So I don't bring anyone there for family dinners and holidays. For decades, I have my life and then I have a quote unquote life with my parents. Grandparents aren't alive and not too many aunts and uncles. It's just a small family. Any advice or should I just keep living my life separate from them? Um, I mean... One of the things that I love that Dan, and I've said this many times on this mm-hmm. podcast, but Dan Savage himself said that one of the things that you have against your parents when you get older is your presence. Um, and if what they're doing and or saying or how they're feeling about you is harming you in any way, mentally, uh, physically, or anything of that nature, then you do have the option of just making yourself scarce um and i would sooner um i would tell my parents that i would i'm going to make myself scarce because of the way that they're making me feel about things and uh let them know that yeah that that it's happening because of them and um and that's just gonna have to be that and if they want to have a conversation about how we can both exist in, in a place where I feel respected and loved, uh, then we can have that conversation. But until then, I'll see you when I see you kind of thing. And and let that be that. And then start surrounding yourself with friends, um, you know, and other family members that might actually support you and, and, and make you feel comfortable. But there's no use in, I, like, I just don't know why we think that the only way to, like, exist is to, um, is to feel less than like that's why there's all these tragic gay movies and things like that and books and novels and and, and all that stuff like that and, that's out and there. lives and lives that are out there is because the narrative is that being gay is so tragic right the right. only way that we can exist is with tragedy right so we have to exist in this world where people hate us and we hate ourselves because people hate us and that is just the gay way of living right it's not. There will be a moment in time in which you will stop giving any kind of shit about what anyone has to say about you, and you're just going to live your life the way you want to. And when you get to that and you find that strength and say that, like, my family does not make me or dictate who I am as a person in any way, shape, or form, and I'm choosing me, um, is when you can get past all of that shit. And so you can say to them, like, y'all don't make me feel good about myself. And because you don't make me feel good about myself, I'm not going to subject myself to that anymore. It's just not something that I want to do. So I get that the family's going to gather here for Thanksgiving, but guess what? This bitch won't be there. <laughs> you don't have to worry about seeing my faggy ass over there at all, because guess what? 
I'm going somewhere else. And I'm going where people love me and people respect me and they think of me as a person and not my sexuality. Um, And that will be the beginning and end of it. I don't want to hear about what your Jesus says about my sexuality. Well, let's be clear. Jesus never said anything. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Let's let's be clear. Hello. Yep. Yep. That's, that's a Jesus very valid hung point. out with prostitutes and lepers and loved everyone. That's a very valid point. But I'm not I'm not going to subject myself to your scrutiny because this book of fairy tales that you're reading tells you that this is how you're supposed to conduct your life bajillions of years later. Um, and I'm just not that interested in it. So again, if you want to have the conversation, we can have the conversation, but you have to know that these are my boundaries. This is my parameters. This is how I feel about the situation. If you're not willing to meet me within there, then our relationship is going to be very, very limited for you. And that's just how I feel. And I'm sorry if that offends you. I'm sorry if you feel as though I'm being uh, disrespectful, but you've been disrespecting me for an extended amount of time at this point. So I just felt like that's what we were doing (laughs) with one another. (laughs) I learned it from you. I learned it from you. (laughs) And so you just have to deal with it at this point. Sorry if it hurts, but whatever, girl. Mm. That's me personally. It's it's got to be hard because your parents, no matter how independent you become, are still your parents. And there is some level of authority that they had over you that still lives in you. Like there's that child that, you know, I wouldn't say cowers to the parent, but at least respects them. Then there's also the fact that, that they're pretending to lord religion over you. Um, and the fact of the matter is that just because they say so doesn't mean that's what's actually going on. And this is the thing that I always tell queer people is like, don't let anyone deny you access to God. Like they don't have an authority. And in fact, if you educate yourself, the Bible doesn't say very much about homosexuality at all. And in fact, it contradicts itself. There's no loving homosexual relationships. So you can do some research in the hopes of educating them. There's this really great podcast that did a two thinger on it. Um, might we're going to revisit one. it actually. <laughs> I think it's great. I, I think we're going to revisit it's great. The topic. But there's a ton of good stuff out there that actually says the Bible doesn't say these things and the Bible was revised and language was put in that is subversive and that people are manipulating the Bible. So to me, I mean, I think Marco makes a great point. Your, your, what you do have is your time. What you do have, you, you said you have a child. I don't know how that old that child is, but if you're not going to Thanksgiving, is that child going to Thanksgiving? There's not a lot of other families. So I imagine there's not a lot of other grandchildren. So that's going to be an empty holiday that you all have decided. Yeah. Like that's your choice. And for me, it's like, I don't know. I, when it comes to human motivation, it only comes from within. There is nothing that you can tell a person that will change a damn thing about them unless they invite it in, unless they want to change. And so I often say, like, just challenge the way someone's thinking um, in a way that is not about you directly challenging it. What I mean by that is, like, parents, it must be really hard for you to believe so strongly that homosexuality is worse than child abuse and walk away. Because that's what they're doing. They're abusing their child. And mm. homosexual. what they're telling you is that homosexuality is worse than child abuse. Mm. And, ju- and just walk away. Don't say another word. I guarantee you they will react very strongly. <laughs> very strongly. Because that's what they're doing. They're abusing their child. It doesn't matter that their child's an adult. It's still their child. 
That's not okay. I mean, I I feel like that's a little bit of an extreme reach. I get I get where you're oh, coming. Oh, I would do it. I get where you're coming from, and and you're not wrong in there. I feel like it's a teeny bit of a, an extreme reach, but I would just go for the old. It's very interesting to me that you think that me being homosexual is worse than the lack of love that you are showing me right well, now. When your Bible literally does nothing but preach love and acceptance the whole thing yeah. is love and acceptance you and that know? and that whole hate the sin love the sinner that's not in the bible churches no. made that up people made 100%. that up that is not in the bible 100%. cut the crap like yeah and this is this is the thing that always makes me very angry is the people who tout that don't even know what they're talking about they, like you can ask them very simple questions about the bible and they can't answer them very simple things so don't act like you're some expert on the bible or some expert on god you are a product of hate and misogyny and stupidity and institutionalization and like that's what you are and that's where this is coming from don't act like you're right because you don't even know what you're talking about and i'm sorry that we have to be like that blunt and that nasty but you're doing this because you're being stupid Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's where this is coming from so you can't deny me access to god it's unfortunate that you're denying me access to you but that's what you're doing which sucks because unlike you i can forgive you and love you and so I really miss the time that I'm going to have not have with you. So see you at the funeral. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. And and I know that that's harder. Uh, that's easier said than done, right? It's hard. It it's it really is. hard when it comes to family. Whatever a fucking stronghold families have over us is just super problematic and annoying. It and it's the golden handcuffs, right? Like they're just the worst. But. You have to, you know, I always, RuPaul says that if them bitches ain't paying your bills, pay them bitches no mind. (laughs) And that is literally how I feel. If they're not, if you are not beholden to your parents in any way, and by the way, Parents love to try to lord this whole I gave you everything as if you had a asked choice. Them. As if you or asked like them you to asked do it. Yeah. them to yeah. do it. You begged to be born. You're the one that decided to <laughs> yeah. have me. Yeah. I was a I'm child. not a burden. I'm a I'm not a burden. I'm not a burden. No. I'm your choice. And just because you chose to have me and be a parent <laughs> throughout my entire life, which is what you're supposed to do when you have children, doesn't mean I owe you anything. Not a damn thing. I don't owe you anything. No. I am I like that. I am your child, and that is the beginning and end of it. That being said, um, don't let your parents like hold that stuff over you. You are an adult. You have your own life. Your parents can be within that life if. They decide they want to, and you decide you want to have them. And that is what I would really try to focus on doing it. And I know this sounds slightly manipulative, but work with me here. (laughs) But if you can shift the power dynamic, because your parents feel as though what they say and how they feel is more meaningful than what you say and how you feel. And that is where the problem is coming in. And if you can shift that power dynamic where you can say, bitch, you hold no dominion over Mm -hmm. my life. Mm -hmm. And what I say and how I feel about my life is the period the end of all of that, the end of the sentence, like the full stop, then they no longer have power over you and you have the ability to like be in charge of that part of your story. And so I would try to 
focus on that. Let them know that like, I think it's really cute that you think that what you're saying actually matters. (laughs) It doesn't. It really doesn't. And good on you for trying. But like, I don't care. Like, you're literally just speaking a bunch of bullshit to me right now. And Do you honestly believe that the opinion of someone who thinks so little of me matters to me at all? Because clearly your judgment is terrible because I'm awesome. Hello? <laughs> Have you seen me? I am, I am the shit. I am the best. So you clearly are delusional yeah. and I don't need to hear a word you say because yeah. you stupid. Yeah, leave me alone. Leave. <laughs> and that's tough because they are your parents. There, there will always be this feeling, this connection, no matter how awful they were or continue to be. Um, but you do, you know, you, it sounds like you have a child. I don't know the age of that child. I wouldn't put yourself in the middle of that. The child can still go if the child wants to go, if that's appropriate. But I guarantee you that the elephant in the room is eventually going to become a problem. And the child's not going to want to do that either if they even want to go now, but you definitely should not have to live a double life. If, if so there is there is no reason for you to be anyone other than exactly who you are. So I wouldn't even say that if you all could just not talk about this topic, because that's not acceptable either. Nope. You don't have to hide who you are. Nope. They don't have to hide their beliefs either, but they do have to respect their child. Yep. And they really just need to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Um, yeah. So whoop, there it is. Yeah. And, and you know. Good luck to them being taken care of in their old age. That's all Hello? I'm saying. Girl, the first nursing home that decides they want you, they can have you. I don't I'm, care. I'm not going to be involved in the process at all. Shady Pines. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that's tough, though. And you, you know what? Is that tough. is a, a classic question, but it hasn't been asked. Oh, that's a very valid point. Yeah. We yeah. haven't had to address that. No. Yeah. It's a, it's a good one, though. Yeah. It's very tough. It's very tough. Yeah. And and I would just say, feel your feels, leave the door open, but don't be the mat in front of that open door. I'm going to leave the door open. Okay. We've got time for one more. Um, this is from Grace. It says, hello, relationship. My sister and I, both lesbians living in Chicago, love your podcast. We listen every week while we're getting ready and then discuss the topic while driving to work. That's cute. Lesbians that sit, that work together or no. live together? No. They're oh, both okay. lesbians in Chicago. It doesn't say whether they live together. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, wow, I must suck for your personal life. <laughs> we're so glad that we found your content. I've never had a reason to write in until now. Okay, here we go. Throughout COVID, I stayed home and limited my options to stay safe. Now, like so many people, I am vaccinated and ready to get back into a routine. I ate a lot of comfort food and I'm trying to lose this COVID weight. I've changed my diet and started exercising. I'm not going to the gym, but I'm riding my bike, going for walks and working out at home. Cheryl, my girlfriend, doesn't want to change her diet or exercise with or without me. We had only started dating a few months before COVID, so I'm not sure if she's always eaten unhealthy and been inactive, or if this is some of that depression that is specific to the unprecedented isolation we've all experienced lately. I just want to be healthy, and I want her to join me on some things. What can we do? Hmm. I mean, it's. I think it's a common problem. We all got a little chunky during COVID. Show did. Yeah, we all got chunky during COVID. Um, I, I, I think at the end of the day, 
and this is probably problematic, and I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I think vocalizing your opinions on what is going on with their weight is really important. and, And your concerns for their health and things of that nature is very important, and it needs to be said. Um, it doesn't need to be said in like a shameful way, right? Like I'm shaming you for being right. heavier or anything of that nature. But you can say like, babe, like you are much like myself. Like we have put on some weight. Like we we are not the same bodies that we once were, right? Um, I'm very interested in trying to get myself in a much healthier way. And I would love it if you can join me. Um I think that that would be super helpful. But at the end of the day, if she doesn't want to do it, she's not going to do it. But I think it's really important too, because I was thinking about this at one point in time. It's very funny that you said this, but like uh, that this question is coming up because I was thinking about this at one point. Like, I don't think it's wrong. Like, look, we're all getting older. So we all know and understand that our bodies are going to change. Like, I think about how like skinny. I was back in the day and how I'm not that skinny person anymore. (laughs) Um, But that being said, like we can, you know, know and understand that our bodies are going to like evolve and change and things of that nature. But it is okay for your partner to say, I'm not attracted with how dramatic your body has changed Hmm. or the unhealthy route that your body has changed. Like it is okay to say those things, you know, in heterosexual couples, I hate it when men are like, Oh, she got big after having the baby. Like that's like stupid because it's like, she pushed an entire being out of her vajayjay. Like, you gotta get over it. But, and, and so trying to hold that expectation to a woman that literally just gave birth is not fair. But to say that, like, you've been unhealthy and, and lazy, right? And sitting on the couch and eating unhealthy and, and not doing anything for your body, like, and, and that is not attractive to me, I think is really okay to, to make known Mm -hmm. um and you can say things like i'm i'm trying to get myself in shape for you right like i want to be and for me right like it's really important for me i want to get myself in shape because i want to be in shape but i'm trying to like get myself in shape for you as well because i don't want to sell you on a bill of goods right like like like, i don't want to be like yeah yeah you bought into this and then all of a sudden the wheels start falling off and all this like that's not fair like i want to i want to be better for you um and i think that that's really important but until she decides that she wants to do the same thing then it's going to be really tough so i i say lead by example i think leading Mm -hmm. by example is the Mm -hmm. first thing that you can do and then I say, have a heart to heart with her and let her know how you're feeling and, and, and what it's making you feel like um, at this moment. And then, you know, find out where her head is at with all of this stuff. Like, do like, here's what I'm willing to do. How much of that are you willing to meet me in the middle for? Right. And if she's not willing to meet you in the middle, then she has to know and understand that there could be consequences for that because it is okay for you to feel like her lack of effort is now unattractive to you and you don't necessarily want that. And I know that sounds harsh. Uh, it sounds real to me. It doesn't sound harsh to me. 
Um, you know, you mentioned you had only been dating briefly prior to COVID starting. So you haven't been together that long. This is, this is around the time that you would start to learn those things about another person For sure. where they stop putting their best foot forward, where they start being real, start where they farting around. You. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I've said this throughout COVID don't make big life decisions, you know, in this unprecedented time you even use that, that term. Um, but, but it, it's about time. <laughs> I think I think that's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've we've all kind of made our choices. Get vaccinated or don't. Be active while being safe. Going out versus not going out. Traveling versus not traveling. I think we're getting to that point now of like, okay, so we understand how to live in this world, right? Um, and so I think it is okay to start to Marco's point to start saying like, okay, I'm going to lead by example. I know. I know for me, there are two things that you've said to me that have really resonated. One is I want us to be healthy so that we can be together longer, you know, and that I think is really important. We were talking, um, you know, about uh, in the other episode, we were talking about lifespan versus health span. So you can be alive till you're 80, but you could only be healthy till you're 60. And those last 20 years could suck. And you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want to be in pain, but alive. You don't want to be unable to ambulate, but alive. You don't want to be unable to take care of yourself or go places and literally just stuck on a seat, you know, for 20 years. Like, you don't, you don't want that. You want better for yourself and for your partner. You want to experience life when you've retired, you know, you want to do things. Um, And that uh, I think is a great compliment. Um, And then the other piece of it too is, um, you know, that to me, there are some questions that can be asked. Like, do you are you filled with pride looking and living this way? And if the answer is yes, like okay, well, then this is who you are and that's who I am and they're very different and we can just be okay with that and move on, right? And then probably not together. Um and, or no, I don't feel full of pride. Okay. Would you like to? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to feel pride? Well, cuz it's the same thing I've always said to you. I'm not expecting a you know bodybuilder Mm -hmm. i don't need i don't need Mm -hmm. that but healthy let's be honest there are things that we're doing in our life that is not super healthy right and the way that your body is looking right now is a direct result of that right and so what can happen and what can change so that those things don't continue don't continue yeah and and that is like super important i'm not expecting you're almost 40 years old i'm look don't get me wrong there are some buff daddy mcgee's that are 40 (laughs) years old there are some that are 50 and 60 years old too and and i'm not denying that but i'm not expecting that of you i've never expected that of you not in the 12 years that we've been been together that. that we have have i ever expected that of you but do i think that uh we both can afford to lose a little gut absolutely for sure Absolutely. And to be more active, for sure. Correct. And to eat more healthy, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that goes for you, and that goes for me. It's both of us. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like... But it sounds like that's true for both of you two as well. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. sounds like she's doing the work, right? She's starting doing the to. work for herself. Yeah. We're starting to do it, right? I would always say, like, I, I'll... I, and look, I am in nobody... In no way, shape, or form anybody's, like, nutritionist or anything of that nature. And I get that, like, walking is a great way to start, right? I get that, like, doing those things is a great way of start. I always say, like, do the things that make you comfortable with right. working out and then push yourself. Right. 
after a that. little bit yeah. a, a little mm-hmm. bit more after that yeah so thank you for walking and making that the stuff happen like great for you to get that cardio your heart moving a little bit and getting that done you should come home and probably do 10 push-ups right right like do the things that like make you feel comfortable ease you into it get your heart going up and then do the things that are going to actually make you hurt a little bit and give you some yeah. results and find out what works for you i mean i hate sit-ups i hate them i think they're dumb and i think it has to do with like my whole like inner ear off balance thing because like i'll go to sit up and i'll get like dizzy or i'll like tip to the side i hate them but i like planking and that works the same thing so find different to a certain extent to a certain, it's just still yeah. your core it's not the same muscles but it's still your yeah. core so find things that you can do that are fun i love racquetball i love swimming i love cycling i love hiking those are all cardio things that i can do i don't like running I don't. I don't like the impact. My knees turn bright red. It hurts. Like, I don't like it. It hurts my back. You know, I'm definitely that guy that probably should have an incumbent bike. (laughs) You know, like that's and that's okay because I love to cycle. But again, my knees turn bright red and it hurts. I also and again, I also say like, yes, I get because I don't like to run either because my knees and things of that nature hurt. I'm getting older. But I gotta be honest, look, and again, not a nutritionist or anything of that nature, but I can tell you that they would probably say to you that is because of the infrequency in which you do it. And so every time you do it, it's like the first time doing it and you haven't conditioned yourself to do it a little bit more. And once you condition yourself to do it, then you can be better. I think it depends. I think it depends. I think that there there are genetic things at play. I will say, though, that ellipticals and the stair machines at the gym have no impact. So I just use those. And then I get the same kind of workout without run up our stairs, right? Like you can run up the stairs in your building and get the exact same thing as opposed to like running around on concrete outside or anything of that nature, right? So those things happen. You just have to figure out how to do it. Yeah. But like my thing is like one of the things I absolutely hate doing is stretching my hip flexors Mm -hmm. because it hurts so badly. I have really bad hips, like very bad hips. But I know that the reason why my hip flexors hurt so much when I stretch them out is because I don't do them frequently. (laughs) And so the pain that radiates from doing it the first two times that I do it is because I have not done it frequently enough. You have to push yourself into doing it more. So then that way it now you've now conditioned your body to experience it and it doesn't hurt as much. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yes, I get that your knees turn bright red, for example. But that's because when was the last time you ran before that time? Well, no, they've done that my whole life. They probably have done that. Mm-hmm. But how frequently were you doing? How frequently were you actually running? During oh, even when I was doing, even when I was doing swimming and racquetball and and something else, typically every day in college. Even then, it, it, within three to five minutes, they turn bright red. It's they just the red. thing. It's so just your thing. thing. Yeah. So you kind of just have to like. Push I just have to accept that. You just have didn't to mean I didn't play racquetball almost every day. Love right. that thing. You didn't mean I didn't swim. And that doesn't mean that you have to run every. Well, single that's what day. I did. I just didn't you run. You just you don't have to run every single day mm-hmm. but you shouldn't not run altogether. Like, well no I would just run, run on the racquetball court or yeah, or run once a week or like just run around the block don't push yourself but then at the same time you're still giving yourself the action. Anyways again not nutritionists our bodies <laughs> not a doctor. will our our bodies will uh definitely vouch for that. Um <laughs> <laughs> but um but that being said I say push yourself do a little bit more um challenge her to know and understand where you're coming from. Both 
vocalize your feelings about the situation. Let her know that this is very serious for you and that you're hoping that she can, you know, in turn, uh, do better and be better herself. And if she's not, then that's another conversation that you're going to have to have at- afterwards too, because it's, it's very important that she knows and understands that again, like, bitch, don't be selling me no lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and and again, it's it's all it's all in the presentation and the phrasing. Like, I'm going to be doing this, which means I'm going to have less time to spend with you, and I really like spending time with you. So, can we figure out some things that are healthy that we can do together? Well, you yeah. can you can think them up. They don't have to be the things that I want to do. We can talk about them. Yeah. We could try something new. You and I played tennis one time. I've never been a tennis person. Love tennis, but the racquetball that I enjoyed made for some fun tennis. Like yeah. it was interesting. Yeah. So good luck. Um, we wish you all the best. Thank you so much for writing in and sharing your 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 little situations with us. We really gotta be little, <laughs> your little situations. That. Um, of course, Tony and I will have our October edition of our listener situation. So make sure you call in at nine zero three pod shit. That's nine zero three seven six three seven four four eight with your listener situations, or you can continue to call us. I'm sorry, email us at uh relationship questions at gmail.com or just head to our website which is podrelationships.com and submit your listener situations right there on the website and don't forget if you're a patreon member to listen to our latest edition of critelli crap yep and if you don't know what critelli crap is that is where tony and i pretend to be a we don't pretend um we, <laughs> we are a listener and we have a uh relationship concern and one of us gets to read to the other person and let us know what our relationship problem is and then the other has to give some some guidance critelli style um and it gives you the uh gives us the ability to kind of hear from one another and try to like be non-biased or impartial uh to one another as though we were a podcaster and a listener <laughs> as opposed to two husbands um so it's really fun so anyways we are going to take a short break but we will be back in just a bit hey babe mm. is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals you mean besides you <laughs> I'm not preventing you from achieving your goal. I am the goal. You're interfering with my I happiness. I am the goal. <laughs> Keep Say it with me. That. I am the goal. I think you need therapy. <laughs> and it's a good thing <laughs> that we're going to talk about BetterHelp.com. Well, did you know that BetterHelp will assess your needs, match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and that you can start communicating with the therapist in under 24 hours? I did. And I know BetterHelp is not a crisis line or self-help. Rather, it's a professional counseling done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. Yep, you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room feeling embarrassed or ashamed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Yeah, so head to betterhelp.com slash That's better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Relationship listeners get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Critellis. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. And so do we. So check them out. Awesome. So before we get out of here, of course, I have some shit to put on your radar. 
Um, tonight's the night. Um, tonight, <laughs> September 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tony and I are hosting our September edition of our virtual meet and greet. So if you would like to be a part of all of the magic, and trust me, it's magical, then you um, can head to our website, which is podrelationship.com and sign up for an invitation to be a part of our virtual meet and greet that sign up will um, notify us that you're interested and then we'll send out the link and everything like that so that you can join us on the google meets um, with the password and all that good stuff like that to be a part of it but it's a really great time to get to know me and tony a little bit more get to um, create some community with some of our (sighs) voracious listeners and people (laughs) that are obsessed with us Thank you very much. And uh, the podcast. And uh, it's a it's just a really good time to have some fun, have some laughs. Tony and I will be having some drinks. Um, we will also have a giveaway. Um, we have a giveaway every single, well, not every single because it's just recently, but there's a secret word. And if you say the secret word during the course of the giveaway or during the meet and greet, then we end up giving you a special surprise. Eric won the last one. He's, you know, he did a great job. So this is all good. Um, It's a fun time. So tonight, Wednesday, September 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tony and I will have our September edition of the virtual meet and greet. And we hope to see your beautimous faces there. For our DNR Studios members, that's in two days. That's in two days. Correct. Um, The next thing is uh, we have not. Well, that's not true. We have gotten quite a few um uh uh updates i'm sorry that word literally just escaped my mind for some strange reason um no we a couple of y'all have reached out regarding the punta cana trip um if you are able to join us in october and, and be a part it's not even necessarily joining us if you just want to go to punta cana and happen to be at the same place that we're at as well you're more than welcome to join that and do that and tony and i are going to be having fun where it's going to be fun we'll probably do an ig live from there and all this other good stuff we'll keep you posted on all that but we would love to see you so um let us know reach out to us dm us or even message us at uh, relationship questions at gmail.com or dm us on our instagram page which is at at podrelationship.com or you can go on our websites and whatever anything um but let us know if you want to come and join us it's not that expensive it's really good it's all you can eat it's all you can drink it's It's all you can sleep it's beach (laughs) it's massages we're going for an entire week. Um, my ass is going to be nice and brown, chocolatey brown by the time we come back with all the sunshine that I'm going to get. I'm very excited about it. So if you want to come and join us and you need to get away from this awful country, <laughs> then let us know uh, because we would love to to have you there. And uh, we'll have like a Critelli's takeover Punta Cana trip. So um that's it that's all we really got for you well then that's gonna do it for this week's episode thanks for tuning in to the relationships podcast part of the dnr studios network be sure to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at pod relationship and don't forget to subscribe and rate us and keep listening to season four 
of the Quattro. He doesn't like my singing, you guys. If you have any relationship situations that you'd like help with on an upcoming episode of the show, leave us a voicemail at 903-POD-SHIFT. That's 903-763-7448. You can also email us at relationshipquestions at gmail.com or submit on our website, podrelationship.com. And be sure to check out the Relationship blog on our website this Friday, where I'll muse a bit further on the week's topic. A special thank you to our Patreon members. We hope you enjoyed the early access to the episode and this month's edition of Cretelli Crap. Another special thank you to our DNR Studio subscribers. We hope you enjoyed the silly game we played. Tony and I will harass your ears next week. And remember to take a shit ton of time off with your partner. 